Everyone makes mistakes, but making them in retirement can be costly and should be avoided. Here are five of the most common blunders people can make, and we'll offer some suggestions as to how to avoid them on today's episode of Elevate Your Wealth. And now, Elevate Your Wealth with Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. Welcome into Elevate Your Wealth. Your hosts, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. Elevated financial management, the power behind the program right here in Seattle. Between these two, over 42 years combined experience in the retirement planning business. And that's what this is about. It's about learning and planning and getting ready for your retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. We go back and forth on the topics. We also give you an opportunity, the radio listener, to get on the calendar with elevated financial management at no cost, no obligation, no pressure. We'll tell you about those appointments as we move through. And again, they're exclusive to our radio listeners today. Now on the show, we're going to break down potentially costly mistakes in retirement. And these are things you should try to avoid, even if it feels like it's what you should be doing. All right. So first mistake we need to avoid thinking that you can beat the market, Casey. Yeah, I man, this is this is so important. I, for those listening at home, uh, listening in your car is more likely I, thinking you can beat the market. That is really, really uh, a tough, a tough ask or a tough order to fill. Uh, even professional traders who buy and sell individual stocks rarely outperform the market over the long term. Uh, very commonly, we do hear stories of folks that have done very well with their trades and things of that nature. But it's it's about long term consistency. It isn't about making a great trade today. It's about uh, making sure that we're continuing to have consistent growth. And so you, there may be those that do have those trades that have worked out very well. Um, but sometimes when those stories are told or when different folks are talking, if maybe you manage it yourself or whoever it is, um, at the end of the day, in those circumstances, we tend to highlight and focus on our successes. And that's a good thing, right? We want to be positive. But the reality is this, is that moving in and out of individual stocks is a recipe for excess volatility and really can put your investments at risk. Now, that's not to say that active management does not have a place uh, in a portfolio, but taking the amount of risk you have to take to beat the market realistically means that when things don't go your way, you're really backed into a corner. And, you know, when you're 40, 45 years old and you got 20 something years before you retire, you can deal with some of that volatility. As you're approaching retirement, this is the time that we've got to make sure we are taking care of our money, we're protecting those funds, and making sure that they're growing, but also that they're going to last, right? That's really the key. Um, we can't take so much risk uh, that, that we, if things don't go perfectly right, that we end up in a bad spot, because the, the only solution to that is to work longer or to spend less in retirement. Nobody wants to do either of those two things, right? So as you approach retirement, it's not the time to be trying to beat the market, uh, we want to be very responsible with the way that we handle our investments. Elevate your wealth. You're tuned to it. Number one fear for retirees out there is running out of money in retirement. We're going over potentially costly mistakes that you could be making. Uh, you need to avoid these. And sometimes you might even not even know that they're a mistake. So that first one, thinking that you can beat the market, thinking that you've got way too much uh, invested. And, and almost this next mistake, Casey, is the polar opposite. You're nervous. You're a little worried about the market and you put it all in cash. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen this firsthand. Um, I, I think I've shared this story before on our show. 
Uh, I know I've shared it on our TV show before. Um, the gentleman that I was speaking with, uh, he, I had never met with him before. It was his first time coming into my office. And he told me that when Trump was elected, he just knew that the market was going to go the wrong way. So he moved everything to cash um, so that he, he wasn't going to lose. And ultimately, he ended up missing out on the entire run up uh, when Trump was in office. And it, the other part of this, too, is that he told me, he said, you know, psychologically, I did not feel comfortable buying into the market at any point because I had sat out of the, the market for so long that I felt like if I bought into the market now after sitting on the sidelines in cash, I was trying to time the market and I was going to do the wrong thing. I was going to buy it and then it would just go backwards. And so he really put himself in a bad spot. So that that's that's one way. The other issue that having too much cash brings is that we're not keeping up with inflation. Mm. So, you know, there's a big balance here that really has to be struck, right, Morgan? We, we can't think that we're going to beat the market, but we also can't just move everything to cash um, and think that things are going to turn out because it does require – uh, some level of growth, even if it's conservative growth. I'm, right. We're not talking about putting it all in and crossing our fingers and hoping for the best, but it, it is something where we want to take a calculated risk and make sure that we are moving the ball down the field so we can keep up with inflation yeah. and yet at the same time protect the funds that we currently I mean, have. So so important to have that conversation, uh, work with a fiduciary, mm-hmm. work with a fiduciary firm, sit down, map it out, and talk about you know how much you want at risk uh, and where you are on your retirement spectrum. And, you know, should you have a little bit more? Should you have a little bit less? Be a little bit more conservative? I mean, these are all conversations that you can have. And here on this program, again, powered by Elevated Financial Management right here in Seattle, you get an opportunity to get on their calendar at no cost, no obligation. There is no pressure. And you can have these types of conversations when it comes to your retirement. We're going over just some mistakes that are out there, and they're big ones, and you need to avoid these. And you might not even know they're mistakes. So that first one we talked about, thinking you can beat the market, and then the exact opposite, you're scared. So you pull it all out, and you go to cash. Here's mistake number three, putting a little money in a whole bunch of places. Yeah, sometimes that really gives folks the idea that they're diversified, right? And that's not to to underplay the importance of diversification. It is very important. We want to be diversified, but we also can't just say yes to every sales pitch, right? We can't just buy every stock and every mutual fund. And we saw this hot stock tip on our Google feed or on our news feed or whatever it was. We want to make sure that we are following some sort of path, right? That we have a roadway to retirement. Um, And so diversification is important, but it has to be intentional. Um, We do not create or accomplish diversification simply by having money in lots of different accounts or buying lots of mutual funds uh, because mutual funds commonly have overlap. So that's something that we um, analyze for all of our folks when they come talk with us. So that, that really is important to make sure that we are searching for diversification, true diversification, um, and not just having money here and money there. And that, that really kind of rolls us into the fourth one here, Morgan, about steering too clear of our savings, yeah. right? So, um, I mean, I think this is really important. So often, we talk about this a lot, so often we see people struggle to go from being a saver to being a spender in retirement. And what we really mean by that is that it's hard to save for 30 or 40 years. You save every paycheck, you put money in your 401k, you put money in checking and savings, you're responsible, and you get this level of comfort from that. And now that you no longer have a paycheck from work after you've retired, people start to hesitate to spend their own money. And what we see is they only spend the money that they get from Social Security and they they live a less than life. And that's not what anybody really is looking to do in retirement. And so 
you, you also, as you move towards retirement, you don't want to steer clear of your savings. You don't have to do that. If you need the funds or if those funds are going to allow you to go live your life, that is very important. That's what it's there for. But many retirees struggle to make that transition. Like I said, from being a saver to being a spender. And not that we want to see our accounts uh, disintegrate, mm. but we do want to live the retirement that we've been planning on. We've been hitting mistakes you need to avoid. And you may not even know you're making these mistakes. We've gotten through four. We have one more to go. I want to remind you, uh, complimentary appointments. We have 10 of them. They are open now. You can call at any time. If you've saved 250000 or more towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number, 866-668-3625. That's 866-668-3625. Final mistake. Now, the first four, thinking you can beat the market, right? Opposite of that, keeping all your money in cash. Uh, Again, you're a little bit nervous about the market. Those are both mistakes. Then putting a little money in a whole bunch of places, in case you just finished up with, you know, just steering too clear of your savings. So the last one, before we hit the break and give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevate Your Wealth and Elevated Financial Management, is feeling trapped by real estate. Yeah, we see this. We see this quite a bit, and and we understand. Um, I think for any of those that are feeling trapped by real estate, or maybe you're wondering what does that even really mean, being trapped by real estate, as you're approaching retirement, one of the biggest bills, if not the biggest bill, that folks have is their mortgage on a monthly basis, right? So if you're approaching retirement and you got ten or twenty years left on your mortgage, uh, and that's your biggest bill, that can feel like it's going to to hamper your retirement or make you delay retirement. So you kind of feel trapped by that. Um, or a lot of times what we see too is folks, you know, had three or four kids, they raised their children in this home. And so now the home is too big. They no longer need a home of that size, but there's, there's emotional attachment, right? And we understand that that's, that's where you raised your children. That's a beautiful thing. But ultimately, uh, if that's going to delay you from retirement, it's a conversation that you've got to have, um, right? You, you want to consider what the options are. Um, you could sell the home and downsize into something that's easier to manage as you retire that doesn't require as much upkeep. Um, so that way you can spend time doing things that you want to do. And that's, that's a really important piece to the puzzle. So how can you avoid these mistakes? We're going to hit them real quick for you, but you want to consider the risks that you want to avoid. So if you're trying to deal with uh, out-of-pocket long-term care costs, medical expenses, property repairs, outliving your assets, there are strategies to solve those. There are ways to solve those, but you've got to be willing to have that conversation with somebody who understands the, the issue and can help you solve that by putting together a plan. Uh, Second, you want to use broad-based, diversified investment approaches. Um, You do not want something overly complicated, something that you could talk about to some extent with a friend, not that you would be the financial expert, but that you could have that conversation and help explain it. And then uh, third, figure out how much you can afford to live on. That's really the key. We want to make sure our money lasts and enhance our quality of life, and that's, that's what we've got to do. And number four, have a plan. I mean, and have a plan. Yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah. Map, map, map <laughs> this baby right. out, right? Okay, so we've got yeah. 10 spots, Casey. Walk us through what's going to happen for these 10 callers. Well, for those that are willing to pick up the phone, it's exactly like Morgan just said. Number four, have a plan. That's the key. Uh, when it boils down to it, there's concerns. There's We're worried about the market. We're worried about treasury bonds. We're worried about interest rates. We're worried about where everything is heading. You've got to have a plan to deal with those things. And so if you're willing to pick up the phone, give us a call. We will sit down, put together a written financial plan put together by our team of certified financial planners. All right. We've got 10 spots, 866-668-3625. If you've saved 250000 or more towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. 866 866- 
668-668-3625. Call now. When we come back, you know, think about it. Retirement, it's a time for travel. Spend time with the grandkids, or maybe you're on the golf course. And when we return, we're going to explore why it might be a good idea to start a business. What? Don't go anywhere. your wealth. Your host, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. You can find them at Elevated Financial Management right here in Seattle. Again, Elevated Financial Management, the power behind this program. 42 years combined experience in the retirement planning business, and it's always about helping their clients get ready for retirement. They're certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate, and again, I hang on for the ride, folks, and it is it's always entertaining. It's about retirement planning and being ready and the importance of having a plan to not only get you to retirement, but get you through retirement. And this is, a, this is a show for you, and it's also an opportunity for you. If you have any questions about your retirement situation, maybe you haven't started planning, maybe you're in the middle of something and you're just frustrated, not being communicated with, maybe you need a second opinion, good news. We have 10 appointments for our radio listeners exclusive to you. They are open right now, and they are complimentary. All you've got to do is call 866 668 3625. If you've saved 250000 or more towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Call the number 866-668-3625. For some, getting to retirement, Casey, it brings out the entrepreneur in us. And in this portion of the program, I'm going to explore some reasons why you might want to start maybe, possibly, a part-time business once you get into retirement. So first reason, you get an opportunity basically to work. You're, you're retired, but all of a sudden something comes up. Right. You've got this uh, built-in ability. Uh, you know, when you're in your 60s, it can be difficult to find employers uh, willing to hire you part-time. Um, that's just the reality. That's the truth, right? And um, I've had a number of folks, I'm actually working with a lady right now, and she told me a, a story about her employer, and she feels that it was ageism. They're, they're trying to get rid of her uh, due to her age, even though she's seasoned. She's a well-respected employee in her field. She does a great job, um, but she feels like they're trying to let her go because of that. And so not only is that difficult, but it's also difficult to go find a job yeah. uh, somewhere else or even part-time, especially when you're in your 60s, right? The folks have concerns about that, I guess. And so despite your experience, despite the knowledge that you have, becoming your own boss really takes care of that, right? So um, th there is some additional headache associated with having your own company and things like that too. Uh, but realistically, it, it really can empower you to do uh, something that maybe you haven't been able to do before. Maybe do things your own way, uh, do it in a way that you've seen these mistakes or things that have been made by previous employers. You've got this knowledge, this experience, and you feel like you have a way to solve that. And so th it's a beautiful time to take a stab at it. Um, it can be kind of a passion project at sure. that point. And I think, you know, Morgan, this is really important, right? I, so many folks, when we talk about retirement, I want everybody at home to hear this. When we talk about retirement, a lot of times the image that pops up in people's minds is sitting on a beach, True. sitting on a Mai Tai or whatever it is, right? That, that is not the majority of people's retirement, right? Your retirement could be working part-time for a business that you own, something that you're passionate about and doing, providing a great service. And then you spend your other time doing other things that you want to do, right? But your retirement is unique to you. And so don't have this concept that if I retire, well, I have to completely stop working. 
if you love your work and, and you enjoy it, there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's a great retirement. That's a fulfilling retirement, right? So um, d- don't confuse the retirement word to mean something that it doesn't. Your retirement is whatever you want it to be. And that can include working part-time, that could include working more than part-time, or it could include being on a cruise every month. I have no idea. It's up to (laughs) you, right? And and that's the truth of it. So just don't confuse those words. But, you know, I think the other part of this too, that's really important, um, if if you're thinking of being an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, starting things up, your work history is an advantage, right? I mean, that's really the next piece to this. Undoubtedly, you've accumulated extensive base of knowledge throughout the course of your career. That's a great reason to start a business. As I mentioned, you, you've got the experience, you've got the know-how. Um, and so now there's a chance for you to do things kind of your way, right? Um, no matter what it is, you've got the, the skills available to you. Um, and you bring potentially will bring a value to your clients, to your customers, and maybe something in a different way that they haven't gotten previously from other companies they work for. So you know how, how to connect with people. You've got connections in the industry. Um, I, I mean, really, this is a great time uh, to consider that and potentially become an entrepreneur, potentially open that new business and and do something different than you've done previously. We are in the middle of a discussion about, you know, retirement, obviously. And when you get there, maybe you're going to explore, maybe you're interested in starting a business. What do you do? What what direction do you go in? Elevate Your Wealth is the program you're tuned to. It's powered by Elevated Financial Management, where you can find our hosts, Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins, 42 years combined experience helping people get ready for their retirement, their clients. Now, uh, the opportunity to get on their calendar, talk about your retirement situation, maybe options, you know, what are your goals in retirement? Uh, talk about what if scenarios. Uh, if you do not have a retirement plan, the opportunity to get on their calendar at no cost, no obligation, no pressure, it's going on during the course of this show. Or if you need a second opinion on what you're currently doing, Absolutely grab one of these appointments. They're available right now, 866-668-3625. If you've saved 250000 or more towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you, 866-668-3625. So you're exploring possibly maybe starting a business once you get into retirement. Uh, you get an opportunity to work. You're very skilled. Uh, you have a, a history uh, at work. You're very good at your job, but now you're retired. Maybe you want to uh, pursue that and uh, start your own business. Uh, and, and the other thing, too, is you can kind of relax a little bit, Casey, because you've established your finances. You're in retirement. I mean, if ever there was a time to, to start a new business, it was when you have work experience, you have connections in the industry, and you're no longer dependent on that monthly paycheck. You've got some income coming in. And so now you have the time to go do it without being worried that you can't feed your family. And that that's I mean, that's the timing that we're talking about as we approach retirement. Um, Chances are you're in a more established spot in terms of your finances. You should be if you're going to be retiring. Um, And so you you probably have a financial cushion. Uh, You know what your bills are. You know what that looks like. You've been doing it for some time. And so there's some consistency to it. There's a knowability to it. Um, And that takes away some of the risk that would come with starting a business at a younger age when you're first starting your life out after school. Um, and maybe you've got young children and a family to feed, that kind of thing. And so, um, you know, you probably have Social Security at this point. Maybe you have a pension. You've got investments that are paying some level of income. And so you can devote the time 
and yet still have some finances or still have some money coming in the door that gives you uh, the ability to take some of that stress off of, you know, if I don't make this one thing happen, my family doesn't feed for the month or doesn't eat for the month. Um, you know, instead you can focus on that passion. You can focus on that project, focus on the business and not be overly concerned about what all of that looks like in the short term. Of course, if we're going to be doing this for some time, we want that to be a successful endeavor. Um, but without a doubt, it does take some of the pressure off. So, I mean, it really does give you, like I said, the trifecta where you've got an opportunity, you've got an advantage because of your work experience and your finances are set up in a great spot where you don't have that same pressure that you might have had 20 or 30 years ago. I tell you, there, there's so many uh, paths that you can take once you get into retirement. And one of them might be starting your own business. This next one, I kind of go back to one of my favorite movies of all time, Taken, right? Liam Neeson. And he's on the phone and he says, I have a particular set of skills. And when you think about it, uh, you, maybe you have that particular set of skills, that, that niche uh, in experience, and you can use that in a business once you're in retirement. Yeah, that's it, right? You do. You do. Each of you listening, you have a very particular set of skills, right? And so uh, everybody has an opportunity to, to put those to work. Uh, Morgan, I got to ask, is it niche or is it niche? It's I think, niche, right? I, th I, think I, think niche. It, I think it depends on just the mood you're in. I think you could go okay. either way. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. I, yeah. I like the sound of niche. Yeah, I do. I like that. It sounds fancier, right? So if you're trying to be fancy, it's niche. We'll high dollar that. word. It's a high dollar <laughs> yeah, word. There you go. Five dollar word, right? <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I, I, that that is important, right? Having that niche. Any successful business owner will tell you that they have a niche, even if their business seems like a generic business, right? Even if it's a, I don't know, a plumbing company, they have a niche of who they cater to, right? So it's not that the field has to be niche, um, but who you cater to, how you serve those clients, whatever the circumstances, you have a niche in that regard. And so um, you, you have a particular set of skills, like Morgan said. I, I mean, you, you've got this experience that you've built over the years. You know the right questions to ask. You know what follow-up questions to ask. Somebody might give you a very surface answer, but you know you might need to dig deeper. You understand your industry. You understand your niche very well. And that is so important because that's what's going to line you up to be successful as an entrepreneur in this in this field. Well, speaking of a particular set of skills, that's exactly what Elevated Financial Management has. Mark Stempson, Casey Elkins, their team, and they have opportunity for you right now. Ten appointments. So, Casey, walk us through what's going to happen for these ten callers. Well, we've talked about quite a few things, right? We, we're always talking about income. I, I mean, what it boils down to it, retirement about is about replacing your income. That's the key. Um, you're no longer going to have that paycheck check. And so you got to figure out where your income is going to come from. So not only do we help you figure out that income, but we look to see if there's a way to add another source of income, right? Is there some way that we can set the finances up properly to make sure that you've got the income that you need? Um, how long are the funds going to last? That's That's got to be the question on top of everybody's minds when it comes to retirement. How much am I going to be able to live on? And how long is the money going to last? We're going to talk about that with you. We're going to talk about the risk that you're taking in the market. You're concerned about your investments right now, what interest rates are doing to the market, all these things. We're going to look at that one-on-one -on -one for your specific circumstance. And what it really boils down to is a written financial plan put together by our team of certified financial planners, specifically catered for you 
and what you need. So don't hesitate. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. Here's the phone number, 866-668-3625. If you've saved 250000 or more towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. Call the number now. Grab one of these complimentary appointments, 866-668-3625. Call now, 866-668-3625. When we return, getting to retirement, it's a journey. Plenty of twists, plenty of turns. And coming up, we're going to tackle one area you may not have thought about, but you should. Details when we come back. Welcome back into Elevate Your Wealth, Elevated Financial Management, the power behind this program. You can find Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins, your host, right there in Seattle, and it's always about retirement. They've got 42 years combined experience, and folks, it's about having a plan, being ready for retirement, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for said retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Want to remind you, there's a great resource website out there for you, efmnw.com. That's all letters, efmnw.com. There are links to the radio show and podcast form. All the TV shows are there for you to watch. Again, a lot of information and there's contact information. If you have any questions about your own retirement situation, give them a call. And again, we're going to open up our appointments today and they are no cost, no obligation, and there is no pressure. If you've saved 250000 or more towards your retirement, these strategies work best for you. Here's the number, 866 866- 668-3625. Now that they're open, it's open season. Grab one right now, 866-668-3625. So it's hard to fathom that there's a generation that has never known life without cell phones, computers, the internet. Well, it's true. We're talking about Gen Z. And no matter how much you might want to, you know, you can't turn your back on technology. And in this portion of the program, we're going to dig into what we call the Retirement Digital Plan, or RDP for short. So we wanted to start with the basics. And Casey, this is something you probably have to talk to clients about quite often, but we got to start with the equipment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got to have the equipment, right? And I, I think realistically, this this gets overlooked a lot. And it's something uh, e- easily overlooked, right? Because there's, in reality, there's more important things to consider as we're moving towards retirement, like is my money going to last? What's long term care going to do? How's inflation going to affect me? All those things. But it's these ancillary items that I think really start to set a holistic financial planning office apart from just a financial planner, right? It's 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 one thing to uh, plan some numbers and do some investments. And that's important, a very important piece to the puzzle. But the rest of it comes into play as to how your life is going to change when you retire. So this, this concept of RDP, retirement digital plan, uh, the reality is that, you know, you've been working for an employer, most likely for however many years, you probably had a uh, employer provided computer, uh, a printer, a cell phone, a scanner, whatever other items you can think of that are no longer going to be given to you by your employer. So those are things that you either have to live without or you have to replace, right? Um, Most of those things you can't live without. I think most of us are going to need a computer. Uh, Pretty much everybody needs a cell phone. Um, A lot of people don't have scanners, but that does, it is something that you're going to need in retirement. There are times that you need to um, fill out a form and scan it and send it to an insurance company or to a doctor's office or to uh, whatever it is. And so these are things that we want to consider. Do we have the equipment that we need 
to continue to do the things that we need to do in our day-to-day life and the new things that are going to come up as we're in retirement. So that's that's really an important piece to the puzzle. And like I said, Morgan, something that gets overlooked a lot. Um, the, the other thing here that, that kind of ties in with this this equipment thought very well is the support, right? That's that's something that a lot of people lose is the help desk, right? When the computer's not yeah. working like it's supposed to and your printer doesn't work. Because I swear, it's like, I, I don't know if they don't know how to make a printer that just <laughs> works all the time or what. Like, they, apparently we don't have the technology it for might that. Be, it might yeah. be orchestrated <laughs> chaos. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I swear, man, I don't know how many printers we've had. And it just seems like I got to reconnect to them all the time and do this. And it, it just just seems endless. So if anybody anybody out there knows how to solve that, please call in and uh, talk to us. We'd love to love to hear from you. But um, the the reality is is that that help desk is important, right? Uh, people take it for granted. Oh, I got to deal with the IT guy again, or you know whatever it is. But man, when you need that type of support, it's invaluable. And so, uh, w- what are you going to do when you're in retirement? And you no longer have employer provided help, right? You no longer have employer provided IT support. So it may be that you turn to like Geek Squad or, um, you know, there's some local companies around here that do something similar, right? And I think they do a very good job, but it's good to have thought about this um, or, or maybe you've got a family member, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you've got a, a son or a grandson or a granddaughter or whoever it is, a niece or a nephew or something like that, that can help you with these things. Um, but it's good to know what that resource is so that when the time comes, you can solve that potential issue and make sure that you can continue moving forward with whatever the project is instead of waiting for two or three weeks for your your granddaughter or your grandson to stop by and help you with x y or z so it's good to have these things in place and have a plan um, so that you kind of have a, a rough idea of what it is that you're going to do under certain circumstances we're talking about the digital side of retirement planning and a lot of us out there might be of an age where you know it's going to be not necessarily new territory but you're going to be treading back into territory possibly that you're not quite as familiar with you know having a plan working with a fiduciary uh, you know being comfortable with technology it's going to be a big thing as you move through your retirement because that's where it's going I mean, we're kind of we're kind of jumping on Gen Z here, but we're all it's also a wake up call to all of our older generations that this is where technology is taking us. And rather than ignore it, rather than stick your head in the sand, uh, maybe jump on board here, educate yourself, be more comfortable with technology. I know that's a big leap for a lot of you. Uh, but it's something that you can work with. Uh, you know, you certainly uh, talk with elevated financial management, uh, start start that planning process, maybe get that second opinion, but, you know, start it on the digital side. Now, there's an opportunity to get on the calendar with elevated financial management, meet with Mark, Casey, their team, and put their experience to work for you at no cost, no obligation, no pressure. All you've got to do is call this number, 866-668-3625. Casey will tell you exactly how the printer is hooked up and everything. That's what I hear. 866-668-3625. If you've saved 250000 or more towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. 866-668-3625. You can call and grab one of those right now. So this retirement digital plan, the RDP, you know, the equipment, what is needed, the support, make sure you've got some backup security and storage i mean this is your life casey this is your money this is your retirement yeah you know the the let's rewind right let's rewind the clock if we go back 40 years 50 years 
you know, everything was in a safe, right? We put it in a safe, safe deposit box. It was on paper, like yeah. So, yeah, right. There was there was security, there was storage for, or there was, yeah, there was security, and then somewhere to store things securely, right? That was the idea. Uh, the world has changed, right? We, we no longer do that as much as we used to. Maybe you have some things in a safety deposit box or in a um, a safe at home or whatever your circumstance is. But we live in a digital world where digital safety is very, very important. Digital security is very, very important. So your passwords, where are they saved? Because the, the truth is you, you need like 40 or 50 passwords minimum, it seems like anymore, right? You got to log into everything and everybody wants you to create an account. And so you've got all these passwords where are they saved to make sure that one, because your password needs to be secure, right? We don't want to use the same password for everything. And so when we do use different passwords, where do we save that information so that you can capture that again, or you can get that information again when you need to log in in the future? And I, I see this happen a lot. I know a lot of folks that um, will create a very secure password right? I mean, it looks like a launch code for the missiles or something, right? It's like this crazy launch code password, which is great, but they don't write it down anywhere. And so if they forget it, because they've created 10 or 20 of these different passwords in their mind, they're not going to be able to log in in the future. And that's just a hassle. It's a pain, right? And so we want to be secure, but we also need to be uh, efficient with where we store things to make sure we can access them. So this is where like a password manager becomes very important. A password manager can really change things for you. Um, I know that's something that we employ at our office. Um, I've helped uh, some family and friends get set up with password managers because like I said, you've got a lot of logins to manage and you want to make sure that you can log in in the future, but you don't want to use just a plain generic password because it's too easy to get into that account. And so there has to be a balance across these things. Now, this really comes into play when we start talking about government benefits and taxes, yeah. right? That's that's the next piece of this. Um, grappling with those things is something, it's very important and yet very uh, trying and taxing for people when it comes to retirement planning. So the first one being social security, right? The social security website, uh, it's an excellent tool for setting up benefits. Um, it, it's, a, it's a good option or it's a great tool. It's a good thing that we wanna use, but we need a secure password for that, right? We need to make sure that we're, we're paying attention to that and that we know how to use these tools that are available to us um, and, and making sure that if we do need to make changes to um, our, our benefits or enrollments and things like that, whatever enrollment that might be, that we have a way to do that and that we follow the process to accomplish it. So it's something that uh, you really want to make sure you keep up on. Uh, Medicare is part of that as well. Um, it, it doesn't have to be intimidating. Um, it can work seamlessly. It can work very, very well. But again, we have to have the equipment to do it. We might need some support from a friend or from a financial advisor. We help a lot of our clients with this type of thing. Um, those that do need help with the website and that. Um, and, and we need to make sure that we're being secure when we do it, that we're storing our passwords, we're storing our information uh, in a secure way and in an accessible way, right, to us. It needs to be accessible to us um, and making sure that, that all of these things don't become a burden in retirement and keep us from enjoying what we ultimately are looking forward to do. I tell you, it, it can be intimidating. We get it. Uh, but this is where everything is going. It's going to be digital. And there are a lot of you out there that are still shuffling the papers. You're still writing stuff down, which is fine. Uh, but you need a digital backup. You need to get comfortable uh, you know, with this path. 
And again, a retirement digital plan, the RDP, have the equipment, make sure you've got the support, uh, security and storage, because, you know, once you are in retirement, you're, you know, the benefits from the government, Social Security, Medicare, you're going to be able to do taxes, you're going to be do, doing this online, and you're going to be doing it digitally. And instead of ignoring it or pushing it away or, or trying to put it off, you know, why not dive in? Why not work with uh, a firm uh, planning out your retirement that is also in the digital age? This is where it's headed, folks. The opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management and talk about your situation when it comes to retirement. It's going on right now. So, Casey, we have the 10 appointments. Walk us through what's going to happen for these 10 callers. Well, we're going to talk through um, various aspects of retirement, all these things that come up that are important. Um, as we've discussed already, we're going to talk about your income, uh, talk about what long-term care is going to look like for you. Uh, is there a chance to lessen the cost of long-term care over your retirement? Is there a chance to lessen taxes over the course of your retirement? We're going to dig into that for you individually in your circumstance. Uh, we're also going to help folks talk about uh, the RDP, right? Talking about the devices that they might need in retirement and all those kinds of things, the technology that's needed to keep up with the different financial accounts that you might have, that kind of information. So don't hesitate. Pick up the phone. We'll put together a written financial plan put together by our team of certified financial planners. And it's all at no cost, no pressure. It's just a conversation. Folks, the number to call is 866-668-3625. Again, 10 appointments exclusive for our radio listeners. Again, you'll meet with Mark and Casey at Elevated Financial Management right here in Seattle. 866-668-3625. If you've saved 250000 or more towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. 866-668-3625. When we return, it is Retirement Scenarios. Don't go anywhere. Your Wealth, brought to you by Elevated Financial Management, the power behind this program. Your hosts are Mark Stimson and Casey Elkins. 42 years combined experience between these two in the retirement planning business, helping hundreds of their clients get ready for their retirement. They are certified financial fiduciaries. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Each and every week we go back and forth on the topics. We also give you an opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management. The appointments that we make available for our radio listeners, there are 10 of them. There are no cost, no obligation. There is no pressure. It's an opportunity for you to take action on your own behalf. Maybe you have not started planning. Maybe you're in the middle of something, but you're confused. You're frustrated. You are not being communicated with. Well, take action on your own behalf, grab one of these appointments, get a second opinion. The number to call is 866-668-3625. Again, if you've saved 250000 or more towards your retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. 866-668-3625. And check out, listen, we get it, you're busy. Uh, you are on the go, you're up and about, and you can't listen to the entire show. You can always go to the website, again, efmnw.com, all letters, EFMNW.com. Again, there are links to the podcast radio show forum, and also our TV shows are there for you, so you can watch and listen to your heart's content. And it's always about 
retirement planning, helping you get to the finish line and not only get to the finish line, cross over that all the way through retirement. All right. Scenarios, Casey, let's start with this one. I don't have a retirement plan through an employer. What is the best way that I can save money, but also lower my taxes? The, the the real option is, well, there's a couple of options really, Morgan, right? I, I think what it is, is in the moment right now, if you're talking about lowering your taxes today and a place where you can save funds for retirement, that's going to be in an IRA, um, right? It's going to be in an IRA. You're going to be able to lessen the taxes that you pay for this year, and you'll be able to save some money for retirement. That's a great option. Um, but w- we want to consider this from another angle, which is, Yes, I want to pay less in taxes, but how can I pay less in taxes overall, right? Um, given the the debt of the country, where things are going, um, they, they're either going to raise taxes or stop spending or slow spending. I really don't see that happening, right? The, the stopping spending or slowing spending. So I, I think most folks are under the belief that taxes are going up. We know that right now, current tax law sunsets in 2025. So at the minimum, we've got to deal with that. But in reality, taxes will likely go up beyond that. Um, and I, I think everybody understands that's that's probably a reality. So maybe we could lessen our taxes this year. That would be one thing. But what if we could invest into an account where we, we pay taxes at today's rate because we believe they're going up in the future. Right. And then we don't pay taxes on those funds ever again in the future, including the growth. So we put our money in now, we pay taxes, and it grows tax-free. That would be the way to lessen taxes overall. It may not, it's not going to lower your taxes for this year, mm. but it'll lower your taxes overall. And that's a Roth IRA. And, and that's really important. That's a very valuable tool. Um, it's something that we we have available. Uh, we don't know if it's always going to be available. The, the laws could change. That could disappear. So now would be the time to address that. Uh, but, you know, there's some there's some things to know about Roth IRAs. We won't go into all the details at the moment. This is where you've got to have a conversation with somebody who can help direct you and set something like that up. Um, and, and make sure that you're heading down the right path. And that's that's why you got to have that conversation. With yeah, I mean, we've we've had that conversation uh, on this show before because, you know, raise your hand if you think taxes are going up in the future. We all know right. they are. Uh, so right now it's favorable to at least consider, uh, you know, the option of, you know, how would how do we phrase it? Uh, taxes are on sale. So why right. not have a plan to get your your funds into a, a vehicle that you pay the taxes now when they're lower? Just as you mentioned, uh, Casey, and you can take advantage, uh, reap the benefits of not paying the taxes when you extract that uh, from from that account later on. So the Roth is a big discussion point. Uh, It's an opportunity for you to come on in and talk with Elevated Financial Management about the possibility of employing a Roth with your situation. So, again, these are all questions you can have with those 10 appointments. They're complimentary. 866-668-3625. Call that number now. 866-668. Six six eight three six two five. All right, next scenario. Sixty five years old, Casey, and I'll be retiring early next year, so right around the corner. I have about one hundred fifty thousand in my Roth IRA and about four hundred fifty thousand in my four hundred one k. Does it matter which one that I start taking money from first, or should I just take some from each? You know, we get this question a lot, um, and and I can see why it. it there's not a lot of great information surrounding this particular type of info or this particular question out there in the world, right? And so what is the sequence, right? That's really the question here is what is the sequence? Where do we pull the funds from first? 
Um, is there a benefit to waiting or not? I mean, may, maybe we just pull a little bit from each account and that seems like the best way to do it. Uh, a, a lot of people do think that way. And I've seen some do-it-yourselfers where they just pull a little bit from each account because they struggle um, kind of emotionally looking at a particular account and taking a big chunk from that one and and seeing the value of that account fall when the other accounts don't really move down much at all. So they they kind of spread it out, right? Um, th the reality is this. Let, let's go back to the last question that we just talked about, Morgan. If we're, we're talking about paying taxes when they're on sale um, and letting those tax-free investments grow into the future, if we believe taxes are going up and that they'll likely continue to go up, um, I, I doubt that they're going to go down at some point in the future, um, at least not in the near future. Um, so if we believe taxes are going up and that they're going to continue to go up, the longer that we wait to take the funds out of our tax-free account, the more benefit we're getting from that tax-free investment. And so it, it may make more sense. This is dependent on your circumstance. Again, you got to have that conversation, but it may make more sense to pull the funds from your 401k and let your Roth IRA continue to grow and wait as long as possible to touch that because chances are you'll be in a higher tax bracket 10 or 15 years from now than you are today. Um, and so you'd be choosing to pay taxes on the 401k money and delaying pull the money out of your Roth, which is tax-free. And so that, that really would be a recipe for success. Again, have that conversation because there's other details to snuff out with this. Um, it's not as black and white as it may sound. You want to have that conversation. But but realistically, if we were to rough it out, that would be the way to go. Tell you, having a plan, being ready for retirement. We're going over scenarios, and you might say to yourself, well, you know, my, my, my situation's kind of like that. It's not exactly like that. You need to make sure that you have a plan that's customized to you uh, because your situation is going to be unique, right? You're like that snowflake. There's no snowflake that's the same. Uh, you're going to have a different type of retirement plan depending on where your situation is. So make sure you plan this thing out. Next scenario for you, Casey, interesting one. Is it wise or unwise to try to start planning how I'll handle the inheritance that I get when my mother eventually passes away? She's in her late 80s and in declining health, and I expect to get a substantial amount when she does finally pass so I certainly don't want to ask her uh, what I can expect to get, but I do want to be able to start planning. How do you advise people in this situation? Oh, that's a tough one. That is a that is an interesting question. Like you said, Morgan, it is tough. Uh, you know, realistically, you do want to plan as early as you can, but you want to balance that with uh, what's the saying? You don't want to count your chickens before they hatch, right? That kind of a thing. Um, and so you know, it's a good idea to know what we might be able to expect. So right. if you have a rough idea, that's helpful uh, because it's hard to say, well, I've got an inheritance and it's a lot. I, what's a lot, right? I, that that varies circumstantially. It varies from person to person. Um, and so that that does have an effect as to how you would plan what those dollar figures actually might be. Uh, now, asking mom about what those dollars might be, that, that does sound potentially a little uncouth, right? Uh, definitely an uncomfortable conversation um, or at the minimum, a conversation you really just don't want to have. No. Right? I mean, that's not something that we want to face, right? 
Um, but I, I will say this, having seen some family members go through circumstances like this, I think that a lot of folks, um, as they get older and they see their health, their own health decline, uh, they do start thinking about things like this if they haven't already in the past. And so uh, there's a chance that she may have already been thinking about this and that ultimately she worked for these funds. Um, she procured them over her life. And, you know, she wants her children to be taken care of as much as they can be. And so trying to be efficient and to be a planner is not a bad thing. You've got to determine if that's an appropriate conversation to have with mom or if there's a way to bring it up. Um, and if there's not, then that's okay. But that means that we're going to have to wait because yeah. if we don't know what the funds look like and if we can't get a full picture then there's not really a lot to plan on. Um, you know, listening to our show will give you some ideas as to things that you could do, mm -hmm. but to give you real circumstantial evidence or circumstantial advice, advice specifically catered to you, we would need more detail about how the money, or how much money and how it's invested now and that kind of thing. So if there is a way to bring it up, uh, it, that that would be a good thing to do. Um, if you feel you can do so tactfully and without upsetting without upsetting right. mom, right? That's that's really the key. So, but that's an individual decision that you got to kind of think about and determine if that's appropriate in your circumstance or not. Yeah, I mean, it's a very sensitive, as you mentioned, Casey. This Absolutely. is very sensitive. So, if you can be patient, I would certainly do that and leave it up to mom. Leave it up to mom. Mm -hmm. Final mm -hmm. scenario, and then we're going to open up the phones. We've got those 10 appointments. Again, they're complimentary. You'll meet with Elevated Financial Management, Mark, Casey, their team, and talk about your retirement situation. But here's the final scenario. I'm being forced, and this has happened, folks, because this is something that's pretty familiar to a lot of us out there. Because of the pandemic, companies changing uh, just how they're doing business. Here's the scenario. I'm being forced into an early retirement at 57 for my job uh, with the state. I'll have my pension, but that alone will not be enough to live on. Do I need to find another job since I'm too young for Social Security or to withdraw from my IRAs? Um, wow. There's some other detail here that I'd like to have. I'll just say on the surface, not only are you too young to pull Social Security and to withdraw from your IRAs uh, without incurring a penalty, but uh, you also now are asking your retirement nest egg to last you an additional five or eight years um, instead of retiring, let's say at 65. Now you're, you're taxing those funds for an additional eight years. And so do you actually have enough funds to not go back to work and make sure that that money lasts in retirement? Uh, now your IRA does have some ability uh, under certain circumstances to provide some funds prior to 59 and a half. That's where that penalty disappears. But you've got to have that conversation uh, with somebody that can direct you specifically, uh, given your circumstance and details. I, I would say this, just at first blush, if I had to put a black and white answer on this, I'd say, yeah, you're probably, you're probably too young. Um, you're probably going to have to find another job for a period of time until you can access the funds in your IRA or make sure that your Social Security can be drawn. Final scenario in the books. Now the opportunity to get on the calendar with Elevated Financial Management. Casey, real quickly, what's going to happen for these 10 callers? We'll keep it short. You've heard me say it countless times. It's a written financial plan put together by our team of certified financial planners. We're going to go through all the details, answer all the questions that you've got. Don't hesitate. Pick up the phone. Here's the number, 866-668-3625. Call 866-668-3625. Another edition of Elevated Financial Management's Elevate Your Wealth is in the book. We'll see you on the radio next week.
Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The content provided is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Each individual investor situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.